Hello, everyone. This is Keith here from BizBody. This show today, we're getting into our internship process and how it's changed over time. This is basically the bare bones show today. It's just me just ranting and raving over the mic. I want to share with you how our internship has changed over time. So this is a little window of insecurity for me because the internship process has kind of been my baby since um, I actually started in this field going through an internship experience because I always wanted it to be just a little bit different. And we had a really cool internship um, when I first got out of school. I interned at the IMG Academy and I had an awesome internship coordinator, uh, actually several, I should say. Um, so I was fortunate enough to learn underneath some pretty good, pretty good practitioners that helped me formulate a, a different way of how educating myself should be, you know, how exploration should be and how to ask better questions. Because at that time, you know, I, I just did exercise and I, I had no idea about um, how to build the professional side of me and, and my brand and who I was. Um, so that's exactly what we're going to get into today, the, the bare bones of how that process has changed over time and, and what we're doing now. So before we get started, you know, make sure that you go over to bizbody.net and sign up for the newsletter. And while you're at it, if you could go over to iTunes and give us a review, it helps so many people um, out there that, that could use this podcast, find it. So we really, really appreciate it. Lastly, if there's any professionals that you would like us to interview or a topic that you'd like us to cover or rant about, you know, just send us a message on Facebook or subscribe to the newsletter. It's a great way to get a hold of us. What are you doing for your internship program? Do you need an internship program at all? Or is it something that you're just checking off um, as far as checking a box, as far as um, like, hey, I should, you know, I have a team, I need interns, I need people, I need cheap labor. You know, it just really depends. Um, First of all, why do you have an internship program? How do you benefit? How does the intern benefit? And how does the school benefit? So first of all, number one, what do you need out of it, right? So do you want to build a team? If you want to build a team, an internship is a great way to get your hands kind of dirty with the process of understanding other people uh, with a little less, um, a little less cost to you right? Um, it'll cost you time. It'll cost you energy. It'll cost you frustration. Um, but you'll find out real quick what kind of people that you would like to work with and what you even need them to do, right? One of the things that uh, we realized real quick, number one, was I had no idea what I really wanted people to do. I, wanted, I, I thought that the internship would help me figure out um, who our our next up and coming practitioner would be or our next coach would be. So I would throw at them all the knowledge that I thought they needed in order to become a really good exercise practitioner, which isn't necessarily what's going to help them um, 
in six months or or four months or three months or however long you have them. Because usually uh, an internship would probably be around 400 hours to 650 hours, depending upon the program. Um, so in that amount of time, is knowing everything under the sun going to be even feasible? Uh, so, I mean, overall, um, what you need them to do and what you can even provide for them becomes a very big issue, right? So first of all, number one, how do you benefit from this internship program? You should probably have four or five main things that you need an intern to help you with, right? And they should be clearly, clearly defined. So number one, you should probably have some sort of curriculum, and or guidelines. So at um, when we first started our internship process, we had a huge binder full of way too many things that um, were way too complicated. And then as as they read the binder and the associated materials that were that were um, coincided with the binder, if they read those things then we would set up time to actually meet with the intern to have discussions and or practical application sessions, which then took up even more time. So it took me a heck of a lot of time to put together a binder that not everybody utilized. And if they utilized it, I had to make sure that there was a separate time taken away from either our members or our our individual clients that I could give to them in order to help them understand it more which was even more expensive for me. Um, but at the same time, I didn't even look at, at it like an investment like I should have at that point in time. Basically streamline the process in saying, okay, now, how does a customer or a client, what happens when they walk in through the door? What are the things that I can only do? And what are the things that require very little experience to help provide a better customer-client relationship that the intern can do and have some involvement. So if the, if the intern is going to be a, say, an exercise um, practitioner or go into a DPT program, a doctor of physical therapy or an athletic training program, they're probably going to want some hands-on application and to understand exercise and how to utilize exercise along with possibly the ability to talk to other professionals about what it is that they do and how they do it and how they relate to their clients. So we formulate our entire technical internship around that so that we provide that experience for those people. But then also we realized that we need our clients to be greeted. We need our clients to have an extra set of eyes on them while our main coach is guiding people through the session. We realize that we need the place clean so that they're a key part to understanding like if something's out of place. So as soon as a client walks in, the place looks orderly. It looks neat. Uh, it doesn't look sloppy, especially the surfaces that they set their skin on is nice and clean and that they worry about any type of infection, right? Because nobody wants to get an infection uh, when they go to a physical therapy place or a gym. It's just gross. So um, lastly, or is it a sales and marketing internship? So then what do you specifically need them to go out and do? And are you compensating them for that? So 
or does the school even allow you to compensate for them for that? So what we need out of it is exactly the bare bones minimum of providing an experience that they, they can build off of as they show their worth. Another thing that we like to do is also gamify things. So it's a self-weeding garden. You provide the bare bones and you see what cream rises to the top and the type of people that are trying to fill those roles. So is it going to be a managerial type person that you're looking for that can help delegate? Or is it a coach that is good with working with people, but not necessarily a good managerial type? And can you recognize those things to fill the roles of your squad? Because that is so important. Knowing what you're looking for, finding out how it fits within the system. So before you even know what you need, you should probably have your systems together. Because I can tell you right now, I'm as guilty as anybody else where I put together this binder and then as the person's going through the binder, all of a sudden I realize, oh crap. I mean, this customer experience really blows. There's holes here. I I don't know what those people are doing there. Our whole idea was to make sure that everything is customized, but if things aren't being customized and they're not being monitored and they're not being quantified or qualified, what the heck are we doing? So I had to rebuild the entire backend process on it to make our systems better, to know exactly what they needed out of it, they being what the client needs out of it, so that I know what I need the intern to do so they're not overwhelmed, but now they may be asking for more, right? So that is the what, how do we benefit, right? So now how do, uh, I can talk, how do the interns benefit? So what do they need out of it? And you need to ask them, like period. And you need to ask the school what those students need. So they may need more than just training. They may need guidance. They may not even like this field, which is something that may pop up with an intern that comes in. But the whole point is, that if they have a tremendous experience, even if they don't like the field, but they love your place and they love the system that you have, they become a complete advocate for what you're doing. And they actually, they'll be an ambassador for your brand. They'll be an ambassador for you to help find better interns because they're like, hey, man, you guys got to check this place out. They're doing something that's completely different. Um, they have people that are in charge that aren't so so corporate or that they aren't so nitpicky. They want to fuel your passions. They're, they're, they want to drive... Um, they want to drive progress and they want to make sure that everyone is in alignment with their goals. It's a great place to go to. I mean, imagine that. I mean, that's not something that you can just pin up on a board in the middle of a hallway at the, uh, at, at the univer- at the local university or local college and, and, and throw out your, um, your little sheet explaining like what your internship is. I mean, it doesn't have the gusto of a complete in-person back testimonial from an intern that is so satisfied that they're willing to talk about it. So another thing that um, that they may be looking for as well are our network connections. So if if an intern is doing really, really well 
introducing them to other people that can connect them or that you can connect them to in order to push them ahead into the profession to learn more if you know what they like and what they gravitate towards, or if you understand the holes in their game of what you can show them. And if they're, if they're open enough to criticism and what you see, they'll take initiative and actually do something about that, which is huge. Are you going to make a push to find really, really good people through your process? And how are you going to understand their benefits so that you find the people that relate to you and you hold on to them or it's a revolving door and you're just giving people good experiences in in exchange for low low wage labor honestly is what what you'd be doing so you have a choice you can either have it as a recruitment tool or you can have it as a low cost help tool Right. So lastly, how does this benefit the school? Because overall, you want the university happy, right? I would say talking to a majority of the internship coordinators that, that we talk with, number one, they want communication. They really like communication. So where are these people at as far as how is their internship going, right? If they don't know what's happening with that person, then they're going to assume like everything's great. Well, what if the person's not showing up? What if that person's not doing their job? What if that person um, is disrespectful, disrespectful to your clientele? And what if they hurt somebody and they don't care about it, right? What if they're having a tremendous experience and they don't mention it, right? So having communication points with the internship coordinator and um, also making sure that there are signed documents along the way about the expectations of what is going to happen, um, what maybe happens midway, or do you want to do it every quarter or every month so that you can report back to the internship coordinator to let them know how things are going. Um, those are all very helpful hint or helpful tips for the, uh, the school's benefit. Also, placement. I mean, are these kids trying to get a job out of college? Uh, are you a possible place for possible place for um, employment, or can they become an independent contractor at your place? I mean, those are all really important um, aspects that that universities look for because they you know want to make sure that their kids get jobs out of college. I'd imagine, right? And, and I haven't heard someone say, "No, please don't you know give me a job out of college. I really don't want an opportunity to make a living." Right? That doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Having people share their experience is huge. There's one way that, uh, or actually a couple different ways, that we um, spread the word about our internship. We only really take interns from a couple local universities. It seems to be that it works out better if people are from here, even if they go to other universities, because their friends talk about local places that they can have an internship experience, but then lower the cost of living where they're at. Because most of the internship processes in the exercise industry or whatnot are unpaid, you know, so you, you don't get actually paying for the education um, of interning at that place. So it's cool whether you offer a stipend or not. Um, but overall, um, you want to make sure that with that word of mouth, that you share that word of mouth. 
and make it easy for them to find it. So on our website, we actually have an internship page that is sent out to all of the uh, universities and then uh, the local universities and a couple of distant universities of people that were in our internship program with testimonials and also a prospectus that is downloadable. So you know what you're getting into. You have seen uh, other people's experience, other interns' experiences that they share on the page. And then from there, we have bios of the owners. So we have um, my bio and Brandon's bio so that people can get to know us better. We also have this podcast. So um, when potential interns or even potential employees want to know us better, all all they have to do is listen to this or see our bio. And they, they do know us better because it's about alignment. If they think that they're going to get along with us, or if they think that our personalities just don't mesh and they're kind of intimidated, um, it's, it's a good starting point, to be honest. It helps break the ice and um, helps facilitate communication. So make sure, um, number one, you know how the intern is going to benefit you. You know how you're going to benefit the intern. And number three, you know how you're going to benefit the school. So those are the three main questions that uh, I ask when I put together these internship packets. So again, accountability, communications, communication, and expectations have to be met. Okay. So to wrap things up, for more, go over to bizbody.net and again, sign up for the newsletter. We'd love to hear from you. We send out free tools and workflows that go with some of these shows. I think today what I'll do is I'll send out um, kind of a uh, an overall view of how we set up this internship process. So um, look for that coming up very shortly. And when you're done with that, please go to iTunes and give us a five-star review and leave a positive comment so other people can find the podcast. If you want to check out our personal practice, go to body-activation.com. Thanks for listening, guys, and I'll catch you next time. 